You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays, and be sure to email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode is presented by Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Well, Ulysses, your Tampa Bay Rays win their fourth in a row, fourth win on the road as well, defeating the Kansas City Royals 4-1. to one. It's got to feel good. Feels like uh, the Rays are starting to finally turn the corner after what was a, a bad outing last week against the Texas Rangers. And now you get yourself in a position where you're above 500. And yes. that's always a nice little uh, goal. And it's it's usually... A little bit uh, of a nicer feeling when you have a couple more to cushion. But given how the season kind of started, I think we can all relish in the fact that being one game above uh, 500 should should do us in. But where should we start? Because, I mean, there were a lot of little things that happened throughout the game. Should we give the, the spotlight to Mr. Joshua Fleming first? I think that's only fair after firing five and a third, three strikeouts, zero earned runs zero walks and just two hits and taken out after 65 pitches by your boy, Kevin cash. We, uh, you said, will he pitch six innings? And I said, the line should be at five and a third. And as soon as he got taken out of five and a third, I, I hated yeah. myself for, for, for putting that evil on Joshua, man. Look, I will always like ingenuity, creativity, and, all that jazz to get W's. I think that's fantastic. Right. The way that you can squeeze out W's is fan. It's, it's great. And the race front office is the best at doing that for the last several years. Having said that, there will always be a baseball fan in me that will forever hate not only the pitch counts, the two times through the order, all the up and downs crap. Man, the guy... Yeah. <laughs> Five and a third and two hits allowed, no walks. The guy was there being pumped by 40 of his family and friends. Can't, we just can't let people pitch now. Right. That's, that's the thing now? I guess that's the idea with a guy like Josh Fleming. Like, at least they're starting to let Tyler Glass now go deeper. But at some point, you would think, look, Josh Fleming wasn't giving up a two or three home run. In that game, not in that ballpark, not with those ground balls, not with that weak contact, not with that strike zone that I don't know if the the umpire was blind or Mejia was framing some decent strikes, maybe a little bit of both there. But and Fleming even said it. Yeah, I really wanted to come out for the sixth. And maybe it was a situation, too. I also get it from the perspective of Kevin Cash and the coaching staff in the front office wanting to say, you know, it's a two nothing lead. Let's let's really try to that. That's a pretty small margin there. Maybe. I, I really wish we could go back in hindsight 2020 and say, had the Rays added another run or two 
in that bases loaded situation in the top of the six where, you know, with one out, uh, Mejia grounds into a double play there. Like that yeah. was, that was, that was the killer. I think maybe if the Rays score another run or two, maybe Fleming does come out for the six because, but again, Fleming was on a roll and, and I, I trust him more than some of the other guys in that bullpen as of right now that they ended up getting the job done. But, and, and again, it's also one of those situations you face the top of the order. If you start, okay, say you allowed a hard hit ball, say you allowed a double, say you allow a double, then, okay, then, then pull the string. But he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't show anything to me that he looked like he was slowing down. Not after 65 pitches either. I like BA said, he didn't even work up a sweat. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he was just, you know, fogging his, uh, his own uh, glasses just for fun. It, it didn't seem like any hard hit ball was happening. And what's more, more frustrating is the fact that you said, okay, well, if the offense would have given him a couple of runs, but I could have, I could, I could play devil's advocate there and say that if it was a four and O game, then Kevin cash and company can come out and say, well, you know, with the four run lead, you know, we, we, we kind of want right. to end it there for Josh and, and get the bullpen some work. So like they can make I, any I, excuse I, either way they want to find a way to yes. take out Josh Fleming. And honestly, to, to if fit the narrative to yes. fit the narrative of like, no, we just really needed to, to get some work or whatever it is. And if you're a defender, you almost have to be upset in a way because you know how the ball is coming off on Fleming's pitches and the way that the Rays were doing very well defensively. Like if you're Willie Adamas, you don't want to keep seeing Josh Fleming in there on the balls you're turning and throwing. And like, that's the other thing. It was a really good defensive output on the whole for the Rays. But again, Josh Fleming continuing to show that he absolutely deserves a spot on this roster. If not, in the rotation down the line. It also goes to show you that um, just his background of being a division three athlete out of Webster university and a fifth round draft pick that uh, just, Hey, play, play somewhere in college, play somewhere, Mm -hmm. perform and scouts, major league teams will find you. It doesn't matter if it's D one D two D three NAIA junior college, a one, a high school, Somewhere in Podunk, Missouri, if you've got the talent, you can be found and discovered. Get yourself out there, right? Give yourself a a chance. Uh, Shoot your shot before you tell yourself that you can't even make that shot. Uh, So, yeah, definitely. uh, We we love that from from Josh Fleming. You know, you you love that also from Mike Brossa. You you like that from a lot of uh, players in the Rays Clubhouse. But another thing that I want to highlight that makes you want to, to really like this club Hustle matters, man. Hustle, hustle. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I reiterate this every time I get the chance to because you don't need talent. You don't need to have Trout, Tatis, Acuna level type of uh, of talent to hustle. With Joey Wendell hustled on that infield fly, just like Willie Adamas, just yes. like Willie Adamas, and that's how the first raise run came about infield pop-ups are going to be caught not 99 out of 100 they're going to be caught 999 out of 100 yeah a thousand sorry whoops misspoke there you know what i'm saying it's very difficult for that to happen but you run anyway you run anyway and they gave themselves a shot and then kk then gave him the the club a little bit of a respite there with the second rbi and he had himself a night so all i'm trying to say is make opportunities for yourself and the rays did exactly that Put the ball in play. It doesn't matter if it's an infield pop-up and then hustle. Yeah, those are the two axioms. I think that's those are two things we learned last night and continue to learn. 
put the ball in play and run hard. And it was good to see Willie Adamas finally doing that, doing that. And maybe as he was turning the corner from first, maybe that gave uh, Santana a little bit of a scare, maybe the mm-hmm. weather and the wind. And I think that ball was hit pretty high as well. So again, good things happen. And yeah, shout out to KK number nine hitter Ooh. being productive and hitting off lefties, hitting the ball up the middle, hitting the ball the other way. In fact, that second run, that very important run, the winning run that he ultimately drives in, he had a one-two count, and that was two outs, fastball outside, and he pokes it the other way. So really good approach from Kevin Kiermaier. That is something that we have seen historically from Kiermaier as far as clutch moments, runners in scoring position. He has shown that he can step up for the big moments, and it's – it is good to have him back as much as we like to critique him for sometimes just, you know, uh, pulling over a ball and grounding it out the second he, he does come through oftentimes when it matters. So that was huge. And, and speaking of that, and speaking of, uh, hitting the ball up the middle a little bit, that was another thing that kind of maybe a takeaway from this game is, yeah, there were a lot of, uh, outs and a lot of hits that or a lot of balls that, uh, Michael A. Taylor called caught in center field from the Royals, mm-hmm. but at least the Rays were squaring up some pitches and hitting yeah. them to straightaway center. So that's a good sign that you're timing up on some balls, especially against Danny Duffy, who I mean, yes. really, that, that game, that that loss was not on him. That was on Carlos Santana. I mean, Carlos Santana, and, yeah, you got your two hits and whatever, but you you kind of blew the game there. And, and the umpire too. I mean, the, the umpire yeah. kind of helped Josh Fleming out there for a couple of calls on the outside uh, for for right-handed hitters, and did not give the same to Mr. Danny Duffy. So no, he pitched great. So it was good to see that against a good pitching performance, the Rays were still able to do just enough to win. Uh, so the the pitching, I don't think, was the, the the issue there with the Royals. It was their defense, quite frankly, and 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 the lack of hits, but. That's you can say that yeah. about Hunter Strickland and well Maza, you know, let in a run. Okay, well, you know, that's that's the Maza story, but really right. Fleming did, and it was just a sack exactly fly that honestly Kiermaier yeah. kind of. I mean, there was almost a play at the plate there if you know a split second faster or whatnot. That's so, true. I'm a little bit nervous that Chris Maza is still coming in in a 4-0 game, but look at right. confidence builder from that standpoint. I will say I don't know if anybody saw this, but I think Josh Fleming handed the umpire a twenty dollar bill before the game. Uh, that, that's that's the rumor out there anyway with that. So uh, by the way, it's Happy 420 Day, or should I say Happy Tim Beckham Day? Can I use that joke? Is that okay? If if you're, you're a Rays fan, if you're an OG Rays fan, you know what I'm talking about. How about a uh, Nick Shufo day? Is that there allowed we go. as well? There's yeah. a lot of ones out there. There's a lot of ones. Yeah. It's also um, uh, one of our dog's birthday, Ron. So happy, happy for It's birthday. Ron's birthday? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Happy as spoiled birthday, as ever. Ron. As spoiled yes. as ever with that. And hopefully... The Rays will give him a win today if weather yes. holds up and the game is actually played. So ten uh, ten is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. So if you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now 
by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers as well. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are also reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines tend to do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or login either. So go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And remember, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. The Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL Draft from all angles. Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast uh, presented by Odyssey. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news. And be sure to stay tuned for more info about our live NFL Draft coverage. Okay, Ulysses, uh, we didn't have a chance to get into this last week, but I did want to get your full report and full brief on your second experience at Tropicana Field going to the game on your birthday. Yes, we know it was a loss to the Texas Rangers, but the fan experience and the ambiance, how did that compare to your first go around? We know it wasn't, well, uh, you know, the food wasn't good. The the parking was expensive. They didn't let you come into the game a certain, you know, a certain amount of time. There were just a lot of a lot of little uh, nitpicky things that that could upset the the average fan out there. Yeah, I, I think it was a uh, better because I went to the place that you were talking about, or at least I thought I, I think that you were talking about one the of the pig places. And potato. They, they got like five new places that they're hyping up. Yeah. Well, uh, pig and potato Pig-in-bird. by, uh, oh, pig and potato. Okay. yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I think it's in Budweiser porch by the Budweiser porch and man, it was delicious. It's actually called pig and potato. The, 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 the meal, the, the entree or the appetizer, whatever it is, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. shared it with jalapenos on top, uh, a lot of mm. cheese, a pulled pork and, uh, potatoes, obviously wedges, uh, delicious, uh, delicious, man. It was, it was great. It, it actually was a great side for a Mike Brasso home run. So I got to enjoy that with the Brasso home run. But like you said, ultimately we got the L there, which was disappointing, but notwithstanding, I don't know if you were watching the broadcast, but if you were, did you actually hear a lot of jeering coming from left field? Because we were all heckling the heck out of the left fielder. Uh, Eli White, oh my goodness, mm. the guy did not have a good game. Like we were, everybody was just taunting this guy. Just, it was bad. Was it as bad as when I, we went to the game a couple of years ago and some guy was, I mean, taunting to the 10th degree Jock Peterson by consistently yelling Jock. And I think Jock Peterson even turned around at one point. It was like, no, quiet down, dude. We don't need this. Just let me, you know, focus well, on the outfield here. Yeah, well, 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 Jock did the right thing because Eli just pretended that he didn't hear us. But mm. I mean, the, the whole Eli, Eli chants were from it, inning number one until inning number 10, 11. Every time he struck out, because he struck quite a few times that day, 
the people, uh, you know, got him. It was PG heckling, which I'm I'm completely and yes. 100% okay with this. This is what you signed up for when, when you're earning $600,000. It bothers me, though. It bothers me when one person there, you know, makes a fool of themselves and then everybody right. needs to stop. So that obviously happened. And uh, then we all kind of looked at each other and said, okay, well, this guy doesn't know how to play like you don't know how to play along. Yeah. There, there's a different, there's levels to this thing. You don't need to get to the level of throwing baseballs on the field or giving (laughs) the middle finger or saying things about some guy's family or whatnot. Let's just make it all in good fun. Like the jock Peterson thing, like just yelling jock over and over. That's funny that that can get to a guy. Yes, exactly. So I think what we learned here too, I guess is, um, go for the, the fancier, newer, food options and fair as it's opposed the same to the traditional price. Uh, it's the same price fries. as a as a crappy cheeseburger that doesn't have anything or the crappy buffalo chicken tenders like no just get the 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 the, the premium stuff which is yeah again the same price and it's made right in front of you mm-hmm. and it's actually quicker than all that other stuff in the in the in, in the whatever it's called modern bird, battered bird. They, they, I, they're probably changing the name every week. I, I can't even yeah. keep up. I just, Hey, this place looks good. Let's get a, <laughs> let's get a barbecue sandwich here and go, go about our day. I, I don't care what it's called as long as it looks good and hopefully yeah. it tastes good. We can, we can go from there with that. Uh, the other thing I want to mention and bring up, glad you had a good second go round experience at the trop. So hopefully it gets better and better from here on out. Um, does 18 to 12 mean anything to you? 18 to 12 no yes uh that my friend is the score of our matchup in fantasy baseball last week (laughs) i defeated my team the fighting five and dives defeated kk's Choi boys eight to 12 we also tied six categories yes there's a lot of categories 36 different categories to be exact so I'm calling Take that I'm big com- L and also moreover <sighs> you are in uh dead last in the Montreal right. division of our 18 team Locked On Rays fantasy baseball podcast. You you need to hold a special press conference like Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone. You know what <laughs> Some guys are on the chopping block maybe I guess. Are, are guys retiring before the season is basically gotten underway is is Jay Bruce on your team did he just quit? Let me, let me, okay. First of all, yes, I, I guess I, I have lost my first two matches against uh, airplane arms and, and the fighting fives. It's unfortunate. Uh, look, I got a very good reason. First of all, I was tied, I believe, Saturday evening. We were tied. And then suddenly the, the league chairman wins in the Sunday bout. So that was I'll tell you what happened. I had like four watch. starting pitchers, four probable pitchers, and they all, I think, dealt pretty well and that's what carried me over the top second thing okay i got to tease and cabrian hayes in the il for the last two weeks so like they were the the big boppers and um nothing so I, i've gotten nothing from them and denilson lamette is also in the il so i've got i've had to play with you know williams astudillo like give me a break man hey i've had a lot of injuries too hey you're just making mm-hmm. excuses you sound like kevin cash right now you sound like eric neander Always, always giving excuses here. I have several guys out with COVID. Like Teoscar Hernandez hasn't played in two weeks for me. Alex Bregman's out. 
Tim Anderson no. was, I was starting Miguel Rojas you, instead of Tim Anderson. Guys are going you, down you, like, you, flies, no, but, but you, you find a way to adjust. My depth Tatis. had just carried me. Well, you know what? It, it, very good depth. I appreciate your depth. I don't appreciate it when it's against me. But look, it's a long season, folks. Yes. It's a long season for fantasy fa- fantasy baseball. I'm going to come back. KK Choi, KK's Choi Boys is going to come back. I guarantee you that when uh, Tatis is 100% healthy and Brian Hayes is apparently uh, doing some workout in AAA. So that's nice. You'll, you'll turn things around when G-Man Choi returns to the team, which may not be ever. Who knows with that? I don't, I don't know what his situation is right now. I will say again, I still do not have, I have yet to have a raised player on my roster. I've got 10 players from the AL East, several, several Blue Jays. I think like half of them are Blue Jays players, but no raised players to boot yet. I, I, I think uh, if there's one raised player that nobody should have right now is Brendan Lau. This is another conversation hey, for another day, str- but he is struggling. We, uh, we're stuck in October, 2020. It's not good, man. Yeah, I thought he was after a couple of uh, couple showings a couple of days ago that he was going to get off the schneid. It is not looking good. He's he, he looks like Satsugo. He looks like a a younger, skinnier Satsugo, to be honest, with the way it's, his approach is at the plate. He's not even getting beat with fancy stuff, Kev. Yeah. I mean, it's you, they, you're just attacking him with fastballs like never before. The, the his rookie year they've attacked him with 51 uh percent fastballs this year's up to 59 percent yeah like it, it's not fancy he's not getting pitched any different he's just missing meatballs what yeah. is up with brendan Lau? he i mean he missed wildly on a 91 to fastball down the middle from wade davis that's all right. you need to know about his struggles that he's going through so again just to reiterate just to reiterate i'm not no. sure who has brandon Lau in the fantasy league. I, I know oh, somebody no. does. There, there's somebody out there with like 10 race players on their roster, but Probably I am Chase. in third place. <laughs> yes. I am in third place in the St. Petersburg division. Oh, Ulysses God. of course, right now is in last place. Dead last <laughs> in the Montreal division. Uh, shout out to uh, Mason McVeigh, AKA Kiermeyer's golden glove. Who's in first in the St. Pete division as of right now and team airplane arms, Melissa Herrera, who's first in the Montreal division. So I will give you a little bit of a reprieve here because you have faced two very difficult opponents. You faced Melissa the first week and you faced me last week. I don't know who, who you're facing this week, but maybe this is an opportunity to get off the side and, and come back a little bit. So I should definitely open that app more than, you know, once every three days. Got to check it I'm every saying. day. Hey, you've got Carlos Herrera, Melissa's better or worse half. I don't know. Uh, he's he's making moves left and right. Each. I mean, he is making a ton. And yeah, ton people losses. are making trades every day. I mean, yeah. what? I I gotta I gotta get on this. I gotta get a little bit more Neander in me instead of some uh, Cashman. Well, I do need a I do need an extra outfielder. So if you have somebody, I, I might be able to work out a trade and and go from there. Yeah, the most recent trade actually was I think it was because we talked about Danny Duffy on the podcast. Carlos traded. Danny Duffy to chase for Charlie Blackman, a little hmm. uh, buy low, sell high deal with that. Yeah. So that's our, uh, our wow. bi-weekly or monthly you, uh, fantasy uh, baseball. You me here. There. You bamboozled me here. I did not know that you were going to surprise me with my L. So thank you in front of everybody. Appreciate I'm sorry. That. Hey, Love. media here. You've got to answer for your transgressions. <sighs> You got to answer. Something has to be done. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA 
uh, not college basketball anymore. This uh, library needs some updating. But the NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And remember, use that promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockenfora, and Brian Baldinger our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Okay, Ulysses, tonight's game, hopefully it gets played. I know the weather is supposed to be inclement and not very, very, very anti-Tampa weather, very anti-Florida weather in Kansas City tonight and I guess this entire week. But if and when the game gets played, uh, Rich Hill will be facing off against Brad Keller. This could be a game that's a little bit of the antithesis of yesterday's game as both these guys have had their struggles uh, so far this season, um, Rich Hill in particular, he's given up four earned runs in each of his appearances, four home runs already. I mean, you hope for Rich Hill's sake that because he's playing in a big gargantuan right. ballpark that is Kaufman, that traditionally has been a very, very pitcher-friendly ballpark, that he keeps some balls in the yard. And maybe the if you have a defense combination of Kiermaier, Margot, Rosarina, whatever it is, that they'll be able to knock some fly balls down and help him out. A little bit you just wonder i mean look i know that uh you know we have that that prop bet about rich hill but i i just wish that he he's giving up well let, let me put it like this he's not getting enough strikeouts for the amount of contact he gives up and he's given up hard and, contact so if you're going to give up contact i'd rather you ki- do it in the josh fleming variety yes and and the thing is he is very susceptible to the beginning and yes. and you know the boop, the bloop and the, and and the blast is is definitely um, strong with this one uh, w- with Rich Hill and you know I guess the the best thing that can come out of this uh, game tonight if it is played like you said because it's disgusting out there in Kansas City yes. right now uh, Brett Keller who really hasn't put up a lot of wow numbers i know he was okay in his last outing but he got lit up by texas he got lit up by the white Sox. so and by lit up i mean you know not even getting through two innings on one and not even getting through four innings on one okay so uh, this is a guy you should be able to put some some hurt to he's a righty so we're gonna see a lot of lefties can brandon lau snap out of his funk against brett keller you really sure hope so. Uh, another lefty, could Brett Phillips be getting a start today in, in, in Kansas City? That would be fun, I think, right. for, for, for him. And, and if you have Rich Hill on the mound, well, wouldn't it be nice to have a, uh, 
an outfield looking like Margot, Phillips, Kiermaier, UDH, Meadows, or 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 uh, Randy. I, I would like that. I would like to have yeah. some d- defenders out there for Rich because, as we've seen this year, he's going to get hit. He he just is. He's not missing a lot of bats. Yeah, and I, I don't know. This game and all this talk about inclement weather, I just – and this might be blasphemy to some, but I think that every new stadium going forward should have a retractable roof. 100%. Like, there's – Honestly, if you're trying to, who who wants to go to a game in Kansas City right now? Unless you're out of your mind, and maybe that's because maybe that's the Florida in us that (laughs) like seeing people with parkas on and bundled up. Like the players aren't having fun out there, so do I really want to sit outside for three and a half hours and and have to deal with all this mess? Just have the retractable roof, keep it covered until you get through May. And like, what there was that snowstorm a while back. Remember that the snowstorm yep. in Kansas City that uh, I guess caused a uh, a cancellation there between the Rays and Royals in May, and we're still dealing with this. Like it's, you know, what's the get problem? Is, what's the problem? It's tradition. Uh, people yeah. just love their stadiums. Tell that to 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 a Red Sox fan that you want to put a a, a a new stadium or Fenway you want to remodel it with 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 a sun people would go insane I know I'm just saying just every new stadium going forward every new stadium, every new for, stadium. Uh, well yeah. what about okay well when do we make the move from Fenway Park or from Dodger Stadium when do we tell these people look it's been great you need to move to a new facility because I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. We have the technology. This is not like, well, how are we going to keep the rain out? We know how to do this. Like, we 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 know how to put AC. Yes. We know how to put heat on. Like, this isn't rocket science. Yeah, it's very expensive and all that, but the the avenues to get it done are there. Why don't they do it? I, I could never understand it. I I would never be that person that sits in Lambeau Field in the dead of winter or sitting nope. outside at Soldier Field, whatever it may be. Look, again, being originally from the Indiana area and then moving to Florida, the Colts did it right with an RCA dome and Lucas Oil Stadium. Cover, retractable, do it. I want 72 degrees in my ballpark or in my sports stadium yes. or arena or whatever it may be. It's not that hard. If if it's 10 degrees and it's snowing and I have to bring blankets and coats, I, I better be getting paid, not paying yes. $150 per ticket or $100 per ticket, whatever it is, plus the family, plus the concessions, plus the parking. Are you kidding me? Are you yes. bleeping Keating? No, 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 no. Not uh, doing that. Box suite, private suite or bust. Like <laughs> there better be some windows, glass windows that, that yeah. is covering me, protecting me. <laughs> From the cold air, though, with that. Uh, okay. Uh, the other thing, quickly, too, is uh, good to hear that Ryan Sheriff, who took some time away from the game for personal reasons, uh, is reporting back to minor league camp. So, hope everything is all well with him. Again, baseball players yes. are humans. They're they're people. They have emotions. They have issues going on in their lives. And I th- I don't know if he's on social media or not, but I'm sure I'm sure it didn't help. Uh, if, if, you know, after a bad, bad adding or whatever that people were reaching out to him and, you know, saying, Hey, you suck, whatever, you know, we criticize players on this podcast for sure. I think we do it pretty constructively, but it's not like we're emailing these guys or reaching out to them personally at so-and-so 
uh, and saying, Hey, you're terrible. And I think that can, again, I don't know if he's on social media, but I know that's an issue for a lot of athletes that they open up their phone and they see a thousand messages. If they, they miss a shot or they strike, they strike out or give up a home run or lose a game or whatever, maybe. And, and, and I like the, the way you said constructively. I mean, we, we talk, okay, just real quickly with, with Brendan Lau, we, we talked, he's missing the fastball. We're not talking about personally and anything like that. Like you have to do it constructively. And I, and I think sometimes a lot of fans uh, just go for the personal attack and, yeah. and, and, and miss that part of, Hey, that's a human being as well. You, you, if you're going to critique something about their game, then, you know, do it right. constructively, get some stats, then say, Hey, this is what's happening. Why is that happening? Uh, so uh, yeah, I agree with, with that sentiment. And I hope that Ryan Sheriff is doing well. Yeah. And again, not to get on our high horse there. It's not like we're going to after this show or before the show at Brandon Lau on Twitter or Instagram and say, Hey, why can't you hit a 91 fastball from Wade Davis? Like if he wants to hear our criticism, he can download the podcast and listen to it, which he probably doesn't do, but it's not like we're going and directing our dislike for what he's doing at him. I think there's a big difference there with that. And guess what? If, if I, did the research to find out what the, the, the pitch usage against him is. He knows this, yes. everybody. <laughs> he's very well aware that he's missing a lot of fastballs and that they're attacking him with fastball. He also knows this. And also just saying more than, hey, you're terrible. You suck. Why are you playing? It's time yes. to get rid of you. That doesn't that doesn't help whatsoever. Well, Again, just usually little... when when you say those things, you have to, you know, take off the, the Cheeto dust from, yeah. from your beard and and get out of the basement for, for a couple minutes, see the sunlight, and then you yeah. know, retreat back into your Twitter uh, keyboard. With your zone. fake Twitter profile, fake name. I don't know if you're eight years old or 60 years old. Who's directing this, this hate at this athlete or whatever it may be. Okay, very good. Hopefully we get some baseball played tonight. Uh, that wraps yes. up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.